What is up? Hi, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. How are we doing? How is our life? How's how's <laughs> I'm so sleepy. <laughs> we just <laughs> to give everyone context of what Laura and I have been through pre-recording, and when I say pre-recording, I mean like five minutes ago. We both forgot David Bowie's name at the same time. <laughs> Like, she was showing me... Who were you showing me? I was showing her a picture of G-Dragon, who is a Korean rapper. Who, uh, who 100% looks like Asian David Bowie. He looks like Asian David Bowie, but we couldn't think of David <laughs> Bowie's name. Amy got Ziggy Stardust, and I got nothing. So I had to look up Ziggy Stardust, and then it, David Bowie's name kept popping up. And I was like, wow. Please don't add us. But literally, it was like... We're garbage. We both started buffering at the same time. Like, our <laughs> mental computers just slowed down to a complete and grinding halt. 404 error. The page you're looking for is not found. And we both just had a crisis. And now we're here. <laughs> but we love David Bowie. We do. You, so Rest much. in peace, you sweet, sweet angel. You beautiful, strange alien. Yep. You, you made me feel weird feelings in Labyrinth, and I still don't know how to quantify them. I don't. But I, th- I, love I you. think that's how he would want us to remember him. Yep. Weird feelings. Weird feelings. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, happy Wednesday. We are here. Um, we have a few announcements. Announcements. Before, wow. Before we get started. <laughs> um, so this is the day of our Lord. Well, actually, you'll be hearing this tomorrow. So the day of our Lord, Beyonce, May 8th. Um, and we are going to be taking the remainder of May off. Why are we doing that, Amy? Because we're tired. <laughs> you right. You're not even wrong. Well, we, we both had a lot going on behind the scenes outside of the podcast, and we just need to take some time to deal with a few other things in our life. Don't worry. We're fine. We're good. We're just sleepy, and we have things to do and to take care of. I moved at the beginning of the year, and I still have not unpacked or hung up most things. <laughs> Like that's traditional. That's what happens when you move. Like you, you move into a new location, and then you unpack for five years. Basically, that's what's happening. And then by the time you unpack your last box, they're like, "Up, oh, I gotta move again." And yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I was an old train conductor just now. I'm sorry, I got possessed. But yeah, so we're gonna take a little bitty of a break. But we thought we'd go out with a bang on our thirtieth. Episode. It's our 30th episode. Dirty 30. Yeah, we did it. Did it. Boom. Wow. Yeah. How do you feel? I feel good. You know, it doesn't feel like 30. It feels like two and also 60. Like it. I hope that's that's how I, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm going to say when I turn 30 this year. Yeah. <laughs> in many ways, I feel two and then in other ways, I feel 60. Yeah. I'm pooping my pants. That's basically what I'm saying. Basically, yeah. Oh. oh. I almost did that today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you okay? I'm okay. I, uh, I've had some gastrointestinal uh, distress <laughs> today, so uh, I I did the stupid thing that you're not supposed to do, which is, uh, I was like, wow, I feel a lot better. I'm going to eat Culver's. <laughs> and now I don't feel better. No. You... I feel considerably worse. Are you going to be okay? Yeah, my tummy is just a little, a little sore, a little grouchy, a little mad at me. It's fine. I have an Elmo potty that I could bring out here if you need one. Won't be necessary. It laughs when you flush. <laughs> That's nightmare inducing. <laughs> it is. Oh, it is. 
<laughs> Amy, how are you doing? How are your bowels? Like, what's going on <laughs> with you? I actually, I'm great because I haven't eaten meat in two weeks, mostly. I've cut out almost all meat from my diet except for, like, occasionally, like... What's that like? You know, like, how are you, how are you doing with the whole vegan transition? Um, you know, I'm actually okay. I don't miss meat. Like, I don't crave it. I don't even really crave cheese anymore. Like, I'm just, like... I enjoy eating vegetables now, which I always have, but, like, now it gives me time to be creative. Um, I've realized that sweet potatoes are God's gift to the world. They really are. And you can put them with everything, and it tastes good no matter what you do. Um, like, you had a burrito bowl the other day that I you did. made that was fire with sweet potatoes in it. I did. Um, for everyone, I, I made it when we made, when we did D&D, and everyone's like, holy crap, what is this? So, friends, if you, if you want to do at least a meatless Monday, and you're like, what the hell do I make? Grab a pen, grab a piece of paper. Just kidding, no one does that. Break out your iPhone, go to your notes, and this is what you do. So, you get... Um, Black beans and sweet potatoes, like that's your main like protein and starch. Um, I like to take my sweet potatoes and cube them, and then I put like a little cumin, a little smoked paprika, salt, pepper, chili flakes. You can get zesty with the ingredient, like with the with the seasonings. Um, and then I put it in the oven at about 400 degrees for about 20 minutes to get them nice and crispy. Um, and then in a bowl, I just put um, cauliflower rice if I'm trying to be low carb, which I am. Um, as I put a bunch of sweet potatoes in it. That's fine. Um, but uh, cauliflower rice, black beans, sweet potatoes, red onion, um, guacamole or avocado, um, uh, broccoli sprouts on top. And then I found this vegan cheese that I'm obsessed with. It's by the brand Mykonos. You can find it at Fresh Time. It tastes not exactly like cheese, but as close to cheese as I've ever gotten from a cheese substitute. Like, it tastes like um, ricotta cheese is what it reminds Ooh. me of. So it's, like, a little creamier and a little bit more mm, sour and salty, but it's so perfect with everything else. And so you just mash it in a bowl and then stuff it in your face. It was You're quite welcome. delicious. It's my favorite. I it's was my favorite thing. You it. can put a little Cholula hot sauce on it, Ooh. a little Tabasco. Cholula. If you are vegetarian but not vegan, you can do, like, sour cream. You can add cheese. If you're totally a meat eater, you can put chicken in it. Like, it's just the perfect thing. It's delicious. And I've been eating it a lot. And then I've been going to the bathroom a lot. <laughs> That's the one transition that I have heard about but I wasn't entirely prepared for, which is because you're eating a lot of, like, beans and a lot of sprouts and a lot of root vegetables and stuff, you uh, have a lot of gas. Yeah, it's a, how's, how's, how? Again, it's amazing that my husband is still with me because I... Truth be told, I farted so loudly last night and so, like, aggressively that I, <laughs> that I thought I was going to, like, turn around and his eyebrows would just be cinched off. <laughs> Not to say that his face was anywhere near my butt at the time, but it just... <laughs> I like, think that's... that is the most dad thing you've ever said <laughs> in your entire life. Dad, I'm carrying on your memory by talking about how aggressive my flatulence is. <laughs> That is so on brand. But no, it is it is a miracle that um that is the true test of marriage. It's it's not like testing fidelity in, in different ways. It's just how bad is your gas and how well can I just stay with you? So thanks, Naeem, for for enduring my Oh, hi Winger. Hi. That's a mic oh Cat ASMR. <laughs> You're just gonna rub a ball on my microphone and then leave? Fine. I see how it is. He's a hit it and quit it kind of cat. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, it's funny. He Since he's gotten shaved, he's actually more affectionate. I think it's just because he's cold. But he, like, actually sat on my lap the other night. Wow. And, like, stayed there. 
And now to segue. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So we thought since Mother's Day is this Sunday, we would talk about mom things. Mom things. Mothers. You're one of those. I am one of those. I'm not really, but kind of. I mean, you are like the surrogate mom for a lot of teenagers. I am. I'm the empty nester they come to. Like, I, I can't handle how many teenagers just call you mom openly. And I'm like... Very much a lot of them. Explain. Explain, Arkansas. Explain. <laughs> <laughs> well, that kind of came about during the time of, like, High School Musical Junior when I directed that. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, kids now and then would, like, say, thanks, mom, to me in passing. But I, like, during that time of around that era, I would refer to myself as mom when they were, like, not doing what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, mom is tired. Mom has had a day. We're going to sit down and we're going to listen. Mom's going to take care of this. And then they just kept calling me mom. And they were all my kids. So I called them my sons and my daughters. You're a mom of 43 children. (laughs) I I really am. It feels like it's dropped off since then just because I don't see them. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not in contact with them so much anymore. Like, there's just not... They're, they're all not, off at college. They're all, <laughs> they, all, they all left the home. I'm an empty nester. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also the fact that, like, they're all, like, having lives and, like, being people, which is good. I'm really proud of you guys if you're listening. I don't know if any of you listen, but I'm proud of you. I'm your mom and I love you. Um, <laughs> but every now and then I still get, like, a, hey, mom. Aw, that's nice. I like it. It's fun. That's nice. Makes me feel good. It's, it. I mean, I will say this, like... Being a, a mom, like a, a mother, mom. like a mother, like I birthed a human successfully, um, that it, it's just such, it, they, you, okay. You always hear people say, oh, your life is going to change forever. No, for real. Everything about my life is so completely and starkly different than I thought it would be. And it's in the best possible way, but I am still very much learning every single day how to exist in this world as a parent. Like, the learning curve just keeps changing. Oh, yeah, because your child keeps changing. And oh their expectations and their needs from you keep changing. Like, it's never going to settle mm-hmm. at all. No, never. I wish it would for just, like, five seconds, but it doesn't. Um, but I thought we would, like, sit down. I asked on my Facebook. Um, I asked, badass mom friends, question, what is the hardest part of being a mom? What is the most amazing part of being a mom? And do you have any mountaintop moments or funny stories about parenthood? And I got some ones. Um, so Meredith, our lovely friend Meredith, ah. said the hardest part is juggling everything from work and household stuff with being there for your kiddos. I mean, yeah, that's a lot. That is a lot. I mean, if you decide, like, I know that everyone's take on motherhood is different. Some moms work. Some stay home. Some moms use nannies. Some moms don't. Like, every facet of parenthood, every facet of motherhood is different for every woman. Um and it is hard to be like, I have a life outside of my child, and then my child is also my life. And it's juggling all those responsibilities and trying to keep all those plates spinning. Yeah, that it takes so much brain coordination. It takes a lot of discipline and a lot of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And she said, the most amazing part is the look that they give you when they truly appreciate something you've done and say, I love you 3,000. Oh, my heart. I just, I'm dead. Do you know what that I Love You 3000 is? No. Oh, you haven't seen Avengers Endgame. No. Oh, I finally saw it. I finally saw it. I know in the last podcast episode I talked about um, my husband seeing it without me, and then I saw it, and then I cried a lot. It was really good. But I Love You 3000 is a quote from that. Aw. It's real precious. 
is, is real precious. Ugh. I'll tell you off mic. Okay. Sorry, I don't spoil it for everybody. No spoilers. But also, spo- no, did you see that spoilers are out now? Yeah. Like, the Russo brothers were like, by the way, spoiler ban is lifted on Monday because we're going to be doing this Spider-Man away from home thing, and there is a, a giant spoiler in the trailer. Well, yeah. Have you seen it? I've seen the trailer. Okay, so you know. I already knew. Yeah. Because Noah... <laughs> Noah hates everything Marvel. I don't know how I to... don't know how you can be with him. I am offended. I... It's because he thinks the writing is too campy and too kitschy. Like it's everyone, Disney. Ev- exactly. That's why he doesn't like it. Well, he can... He doesn't like it because it's, it's not DC and dark and brooding. But all the DC movies are terrible. Come at me. No, he knows that too. They're awful. He's just tired of superheroes in general. I can understand that, but still... Um, but he looked up all the information and basically told me a summary because I wasn't planning on seeing it really just because I haven't seen any of the Marvel movies lately. Mm -hmm. I haven't really seen any movies lately. (laughs) I don't see movies. That's not who I am. I get that. I don't know why it's not who I am, but I just don't go see movies. I get that. I mean, Avengers was the first movie I've seen since 2016. So, Yeah. yeah. So he told me everything and yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Oof. So, Tony Stark says, I love you 3,000... No, Tony's daughter says, I love you 3,000 to him when he tucks her in, into bed. Aw. She says, I love you I love you so much. And she goes, I love you 3,000. Aw. Yeah. Aw. And so I said that to Naeem immediately afterwards. And then I was like, <laughs> It's wonderful. It's beautiful. I love it. So, yes, I love you 3,000. Well, Meredith, that is beautiful. Um, and then Serena commented under that. She says, until they become teenagers. But I hear it gets much better once they are in their 20s. Yeah. Does it get better when you're in your 20s? Were we better for mom when we were in our 20s? Probably not. No. <laughs> also, mom, we love you. We love you so much, you're mom. You're a damn gem. You raised us. hmm And God love you for it. Like, we were not the easiest kids because you were just a torrential... I, I was a tornado in, in, in shoes. Like, that's... I, I tested our mother's patience. I still do this. Um, not intentionally, though, but um, apparently when I was... Um, one of the memories she loves to bring up is I uh, went into a department store and demanded to wear a dress. And she said no. And I said, yeah. And she was like, nope. And I was like, okay. And then I got naked and I ran around the store. And that was yesterday. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I was a tornado. And you you were actually a sweet baby, though. I was a sweet baby. But now, as like an like a teenager and an adult, I've... I can't communicate at well, all. Well, <laughs> you, you went through a period of time when you were a teenager where you just lived in your room and we never saw you. That was my entire life. Like we, But yeah, but like we, we would sit there downstairs and go, is Laura alive? Did she come home? Is she okay? <laughs> is she an old man with a beard now? What, like, where is she? What is she? Yeah, I still, I'm still that same person where I like to be an extrovert when I'm around people who's like, who's are like outside of my house, but when I'm home... I want to be wrapped in a cocoon of silence. I get that. Do you still leave bowls of milk underneath your bed? I don't. Thank God. <laughs> that was a discovery. That was a moment that in was a, all of our lives. That was a test. That was a test. That was a te- I'm so sorry, Mom. I was a terrible child. Laura <laughs> left a full bowl of milk with some cereal in it under her bed for God knows how long. I don't and even, it was alive. I have no memory. It hissed at me. <laughs> As to why I did that. It lit. It was... It was a full functioning human being with a license and a degree by the time that we found it. <laughs> I'm so sorry, it Mom. It had a doctorate. We love you, Mom. <laughs> um, Hope said, Mum's the word, kind. What? Mm. Oh, 
apparently kind of like childbirth. If you knew how hard it was, you would never do it. I will say this. Um, childbirth is awful. It's amazing. It's amazing what our bodies are designed to do. Oh, absolutely. But it is, ooh, like, I'm, okay, and this is another thing. Every mother has their baby differently, um, whether it's C-section or vaginal delivery or it's an emergency or it's totally fine and healthy or you do it with an epidural you do it without an epidural you do it in a bathtub you do it in a pool you do it in, a, in you do it in your bed with a doula yeah like i mean there are so many different ways that it happens and not every birth story is the same by far um they're all like snowflakes <laughs> but i got an epidural yes you did and it was god's gift to mankind like i i wanted to do i wanted to be Oh, natural for as long as humanly possible. Like I wanted to know how far my body could go before I either needed intervention or Evangeline was just like, ta-da. Um, and I tapped out when I could no longer breathe. Like when I forgot how to expand my lungs and breathe, because it's like, it's take your worst period cramps mm -hmm. and multiply it by a thousand. No, I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah, you went, <laughs> <laughs> you kind of went through that sort of. I kind of went through that sort of when I had the, when I got my IUD out, mm -hmm. uh, the the ensuing menstrual cycle was the worst thing I've ever experienced. So I get it to like a, I don't know how to compare it. Like I've never experienced. From what I saw of you, I was like, that kind of looks like my labor. Like, I mean, yeah. it, it's very, it's just, again, our bodies are so incredible that we can create life and then just evict it from our body. Like, and, and be hopefully okay at the end of it. Like, it's just insane. But yeah, I, um... I remember getting the epidural and I was terrified. Another part of me, I was so scared to give birth. That was the single-handedly scariest thought that could ever pass my brain was pregnancy's cool, but then I have to like do it. Then I have to like usher out this human mm -hmm. from my body yeah. and be okay. And the idea of getting epidural scared the crap out of me because I, I was like, there's going to be a needle in my back. Y'all, that anesthesiologist, I don't know what his name was. I don't know who he was, but I would marry him. He was just <laughs> lovely, and he was like, you would be amazed at how many marriage proposals I get. And I'm like, yeah, because you delivered the most beautiful drug ever known to man. I was so, I was just blissfully unaware of how horrible my labor was for the rest of the time. It was great. And you nailed it. You you, you knocked it out of the park like I'm a champion. I'm not sure how. I really don't. I lucked out. I don't know. That was insane, though. See, I feel like that means that I'm going to have the, the bad labor. I'm going to be the one who's like... No, but do you... Honestly, it. Uh, I will say this. My doctor credited it to um, the fact that I danced the whole time I was pregnant. That's so just true. move your body. Yeah. Move your body. Be active and healthy, and you'll probably body. be fine. Um, but yeah, I will say this, too. I don't think anyone really ever talks about it, but I'm just going to lay it out there on the on the whole birth thing. If you do get an epidural, or even if you don't, you know when to push when it feels like you have to poop. It's the same thing. Oh, that's cool. Okay, yeah, I got that. Like, I remember being, I was totally numb, but I kept thinking, God, do I really have to take a crap? And they were like, no, this is when you have, you're ready to have the baby now. And I'm like, really? <laughs> that's not a glorious, like, sitting by a meadow, like, inner goddess moment. It's like, I have to take a shit. <laughs> no, that's, you need to have your baby. And I'm like, what? <laughs> So fun fact, <laughs> it's it's mostly they're right next door, so it's like the same mechanism. 
Okay, it yeah. Is. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, That's a lot easier way you, to digest you know, that. You know you're ready to have a baby when it feels like you just got to take a really big poo. Okay, yeah. And that is me watering down the facts like hardcore. There's so much more. But, yeah, birth is a whole, it's a whole new thing. It's, yeah. It's a whole thing. But we can do it. We're cool. We're, we're great. You can yeah. do it. I believe in you. When the time comes? When, when five, in, years. Five, year, five years. Five years. Five years. I mean, you saw the eye of Sauron as I was giving birth to I did. <laughs> I, Naeem even took a video of it, not of me doing the thing. Um, but he, like, took, I, somehow he magically took a video of your reaction and his reaction and everyone's reaction right as Evangeline was coming out of my body. Oh, another thing. They put a spotlight, like, right on your vagina. Like, just... <laughs> Like I, I mean, it was it was a spotlight. It was a jut like from the ceiling, like, like. <laughs> and I remember thinking, as I'm about to give birth to my child, suddenly I was really shy about the whole thing. Like it was a spotlight. And I was like, ooh, I have performance anxiety. I don't know if I can do this. I'm not ready to go on stage. I don't know my lines. I'm not ready. So that's another thing. Just as everything's open, everything's out, everything's there. Wow, <laughs> so we're just we're just laying on laying on the truth, real thick for you. Real thick. Um, Sarah says the hardest part: zero thanks or recognition from anyone, and the insane guilt we feel over doing over everything that we do. That is a hard thing. That's a really hard thing. You've had a lot of mom crises. I mean, like, I think about yeah, I've had moments where it's like, God, I don't like being a mother is a full time job. It's a full time job. Being a parent is a full time job, and it's going to be with you forever. And it's not a job that you get paid for. You don't get benefits. You don't get to take sick days. Like, it's just something that is constantly omnipresent. And that's beautiful, but it's also challenging. And so it, it is hard when you, like, go not even above and beyond. You just do everything you can for your child and your family. And it's like, oh, man, I just want – I would just like one thank you or one back massage or one mansion, you know? Yeah. The, the, the usual things. The, just the casual stuff. But I think of, like – Naeem's mom, my husband's mom, she has five kids. Yeah. And she was a single parent for four of those. Mm -hmm. um, and just imagining, she tells stories all the time of what it was like to parent Naeem and his brothers and sister. And it, like, they're all hilarious, but I'm also like, holy crap, like, you held it down. Mm -hmm. So, mad respect to you for single moms. Like, oh, God, yeah. I don't, I, it's, you, you are literally superheroes and single dads too. Like, oh, absolutely. Any, any single parent who's just doing the thing. Oh my God, you are incredible. Mad respect. Um, amazing part, watching someone you created grow into a seriously amazing, beautiful human being. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Like, it's, it is really cool to be like, I made you, you're a human, and now you're doing stuff. And now you're thinking and experiencing and imagining. It is really fun. Um, do, 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 do. Oh, Amber says... The hardest part about being a mom is feeling like you need to do more or do better, whether that's possible or not. Yeah, they're, they're, the wonderful and beautiful and tragic thing about mothers is that you do so much. You do so much for your child and you want to provide the best for them and you want to be the best for them. And because we are so self-critical, a lot of times, even though you're doing your best, you still feel like there's more th that someone else could do it better than you or that someone else has done it better than you and that you're failing your kid. And that's a hard thing to swallow. Oh, yeah. Like, Ashley wrote underneath that, uh, you know, the hardest part is, like, you have mom blogs and social media and everyone has an opinion and they're all different. Like, 
You should hold your child forever. No, don't hold your child. They'll become too needy. You should raise your child on this diet. No, don't do that. Your bed, your their bedtime should be this. No, don't do that. Like everything has like a stark contrasting opinion for everything. And the truth of the matter is, it shouldn't be about what they think is best for your kid. It's what your it's what you know what your kid is like what's best for them because every kid is going to be different their needs are going to be different Mm -hmm. the things that they like are going to be different like you've had to do a lot of trial and error with eva just because she's such a particular kind of human she's such a sass factory she's such a sass factory the the scientific term is butthole but i love her (laughs) (laughs) and so that takes a lot of trial and error yeah it i mean i i remember the biggest thing and of all people hillary duff touched on this on instagram if you haven't seen it you should go it's her latest post she's breastfeeding her daughter in the picture and my hardest part as earlier on in Evangeline's life was breastfeeding. Like mm-hmm. that, I knew I wanted to try. And like my sisters-in-law, Katie and Zoe, shout out to you because you're both amazing. They were able to breastfeed their kids forever. And I was like, I want to do that. I want to be that cow, like just milk just exploding from my body and feeding my baby and helping it grow. Um, and so... Right when Evangeline was born, she, like, went for it. And I was like, perfect. And then she had trouble feeding. And I think I saw every lactation nurse at St. Vincent's for, like, a month. Like, I would go and they would be like, oh, well, you are you have very heavy boobs and da-da-da-da-da. And you need to make sure that you're doing this. I mean, I got felt up by every woman ever just trying to get Evangeline to latch. And... I was so scared. I wasn't producing a lot. I wasn't feeding her right. And, you know, everyone says breast is best. And if you can feed them, feed them and do it forever. And, you know, there are some people who are like formula is terrible. And it's, it's just, I remember getting to six months and saying, I can no longer do this. And I started formula feeding her and I felt so guilty. I get that. Like so like stupid I'm like I'm feeding her she's getting nutrients she's fine fed is best not breast is best you know at at least in my opinion but I felt like so terrible like I'm failing as a mom my body is failing me my body is failing her I can't feed her look at all these moms and I ate every milk thistle lactation tea lactation cookie I drank beer I drank water I I pumped I did everything that I could and I just felt like a complete failure for not being able to feed her longer than six months. And then Hillary Duff's post was like, I did it. We made it. It's hard and it's terrible and we did it. And just be proud of what your body can or can't do. You're just doing your best. And that's what you have to remember as being a mom is like everyone's parenting journey is different. And there is no right answer. As long as your child is healthy and alive, that's great. And you're doing the best that you can for them. That's great. And you get help when you need to. That's great. But it's like, there is so much. Just don't look at the internet. Don't look at the internet. Don't. Don't do it. Don't read the mommy blogs. Don't do it. I mean, do do it. Because some of them are funny. But don't, don't do it. Don't take them as gospel. You know, just do what you think is right for you and for your family. I, yeah, that is 100% the tea. Um, do, 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 do. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of the moms said, you know, it's, it's hard doing that. It's also hard when you, um, work a full-time job and you Mm -hmm. are, 
you know, struggling to maintain your household while you and your partner, whomever, you know, you work during the day. And that's another thing. There are people who are like, you should stay home and be a mother. Don't work. That's so selfish. And then there are people who are like, how are you going to take care of your kid if you don't work? You just can't win. You can't win. This is a world that is not designed for winners. That, ooh. It is designed for drones. Whoa, Laura. Whoa. That's the tea. That is the tea. That's the lactation tea it- right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my memories. Um, Thanks for the memories. Morgan commented, and these are wonderful. She said, hardest part, bedtime. They're actually just tiny versions of us. Ain't that the truth? You're right. Putting Evangeline to bed is a challenge because she doesn't want to, ever. She never wants to sleep. Mm-mm. Best part, they are so cute and they snuggle all the time. Aw, that is nice. Kid snuggles are pretty great. I- I'll take them any day. You get a lot of snuggles. Funniest moment. <laughs> Did you see her post about her son? Nope. I'm going to read it for everybody. Read it. Because it's funny. Read do, it. Do, 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 do. Where is it? Ah. 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 John Mulaney. <laughs> oh, she said, so my three-year-old told me he doesn't love me anymore because I wouldn't make him another waffle right before lunch. That's iconic. <laughs> So, I'm sorry, Morgan. I love you. We love you. You don't even need to make me waffles. I mean, that'd be cool, but you don't have to. But I understand. Evangeline um, full-on threw a total temper tantrum because um, she dropped a french fry on the floor, and then Winger ate it and then spit it out, and I wouldn't let her eat it after that. I'm a terrible mother. (laughs) The worst? She also uh, screamed because I wouldn't let her um, put her basketball in the oven. Parenthood. I'm surprised we haven't called child services yet. <laughs> I know. I'm the wor- I'm literally the worst. Um. Do 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 do. I love that song. It's it's my favorite jam. Just a second, going back to the John Mulaney thing. Please do. Uh, I told Amy this earlier. I feel like I'm not ready to meet John Mulaney because within the first thirty seconds, I would tell him that I would be his surrogate. That's how I know I'm not going to meet John Mulaney. <laughs> I, I t- I, you should just end with that, though. Like, just just be like, hi, I'm Laura. You're great. Have some small talk. Get to know each other. Exchange phone numbers. And then be like, I'll totally be your surrogate. But you have to whisper it in his ear. Absolutely. So that way he remembers you. Yeah. Yeah. That's because that's the point. That's the that's the thing. Yeah. You want, gotta, you want him to remember you. He's clearly gotten a lot of offers. I'm sure. <laughs> This is an on-fire trash can. Um, <laughs> um, Alex says, the hardest part has been the developmental delay of my firstborn and hearing people put a special needs label on him at such an early age because he wasn't very verbal by age two. Meanwhile, I was still a single mom when all this happened, which made it stressful. Thankful for my mom who helped me get through the hard parts. But with speech, deve- speech and development therapy, he is right where he's supposed to be now, which has been very rewarding to see. Alex, that's awesome. That's amazing. And yeah, that's another thing, too. Yeah, like... Every kid is born with a unique need set. You know, not everyone meets those developmental milestones at the same time period. Some excel, some lag behind, some need a little extra help, some don't need any help at all. It's really just working with your pediatrician and working with specialists as you see fit mm-hmm. and as they need it. I remember I had an app. I can't remember what it was, but... Um... My friend Samantha had the app when she had her daughter and basically it tracks their milestones as they like reach certain weeks and, and they, yeah. they, oh God, what is it? The, like the wonder weeks or something like that? I can't remember. Oh, I deleted it cause I'm a stupid. Um, but, uh, 
deedly do. Oh, maybe I have it in my app history. But anyway, she um she recommended it to me, and it do, it tracks everything that that your baby goes through. And I remember there would be certain moments where I was like, oh, Evangeline hasn't hit this milestone yet. Is she behind? Is she not? Or she would hit one really early, and I'd be like, is that normal? Is that okay? Or and I, I remember what, looking at that app so much, and the reason why I deleted it was because I was literally tracking her progression by just what was dictated by this app. Mm -hmm. And I would freak out at any given notice if she wasn't where it said she should be. And Babies are weird. Babies, oh God. <laughs> Babies are, people are weird, and they only get weirder as they age. And of course that would happen is they're like first developing any set of skills. Like she's the most verbal two-year-old I've ever met. She talks a lot. But... She didn't want to walk for a really long time. She wanted to be carried around like the princess that she is. And the Wonder Weeks, that's what it's called. And that's just what it, that's just who she is. That's how she developed. Mm -hmm. That's who she is. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. And, and, and that's the other hard part is like, once you have a kid, of course you want them to be healthy and okay. Um, and if they're not, you have to, you know, kind of take that in, into consideration and then make their lives as wonderful as humanly possible and just grow with them and learn from them. And that's another thing is you expect so much of them because you expect so much of yourself. And when you don't meet those expectations, it's earth chattering. And then you have to learn to just go with the flow, which is the hardest thing to do for someone like me. Like mm -hmm. I, I worry about Evangeline constantly. Mm -hmm. um, it got to a point where like, I'm sure many parents have struggled with this. Moms, sound off if you have. Um, <clears throat> you're like, oh my God, I love my child, but if I'm in the room with them for one more second, I'm going to launch myself off a cliff. So you find a sitter and you get some time to yourself. And then the whole time you just think about how you're not with your kid. Yeah. And then you feel guilty. I still struggle with that. That's okay. Your kid's still pretty young. You're still pretty new at this. But you'll figure out your rhythm soon enough. Yeah. I mean, I think so far we're okay. Yeah. Right? She's... She's great. She's zesty. She's, she's very zesty. She, uh, first of all, she sang her ABCs 18 times today in the car. Um, so I officially hate that song now. It's the worst. I don't want it anymore. I love it when she sings it wrong. Because <laughs> then I just shout, yeah, girl, remix. And she's a little baby DJ. She's a little baby DJ. Um, but yeah, so it's. If you are a parent, if you are a mother, we, I get you. We salute you. I salute you. You deserve, every mother on Mother's Day deserves a glass of wine, a foot massage, mm -hmm. and for nobody to talk to them. Mm -hmm. Like, just nobody need them. If you, obviously we all have mothers. <laughs> if Otherwise, how did you get here? Are you an alien? Are you a clone? Are you a clone? Are you from the future? Are you from the future? Um... But yeah, everyone deserves, mothers deserve recognition. So please make sure that you hug your mom. Give give your mom friend a high five, a hug, a kiss. Give her a mansion. She deserves it. She deserves it. She deserves it. My PlayStation just turned on again. And it just turned off. What? You have a ghost. I do have a ghost. Your it's ghost hot. likes to play video games. <laughs> on brand. <laughs> um. So Sprecken of mothers. Woo! And gifts. Um, for the first time ever, we're doing a really special thing. Are you? <laughs> we're we're doing we're we're we decided that we want to pay it forward 
to our listeners and to any moms out there. So we are doing a giveaway. (laughs) You just, there was so much effort that you just put in to pull up that sound effect. Wow. I'm proud of you. I'm a millennial. You are. You are. <laughs> um, but we're doing a giveaway. So we um, got a beautiful dip- gift certificate. Take two. We got a gift certificate from Jacqueline, Jacqueline, um, who um, we had on the podcast. She's a massage therapist. We love her. She's incredible. She's amazing. I love you, Jacqueline. <laughs> Jacqueline. Um, and we want to pay it forward to um, a very deserving mom. So what we're going to do is we're going to post... On our Facebook page today, Wednesday, the year of our Lord Beyonce, Wednesday. Um, And what we want you to do is tag a mom friend. It could be your mother. It could be a mother that you know. It could be a mother you would like to know, Beyonce. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But tag them. And then we're going to do a drawing on Saturday before Mother's Day. And we will send you gift certificate to get yourself a massage because you deserve it or the mother or the mother the mother deserves any all of us we all deserve deserve we all deserve a massage but yeah so that will be going up today so if you haven't checked our facebook you should do that right now you also have to like our facebook page yeah um you have to follow us and like us we're gonna be that guy we're gonna be that guy we're gonna do that so yeah follow us like us tell us tell us we're pretty (laughs) tag a mom Tell her she's pretty. Hopefully you win a massage. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Woo. Cool. Amy, do you have a weekly obsession other than your kid? Do I? Do other than being a kid and what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yep. Other than being a kid and having a mom. Um, my obsession is, okay, so okay. I, okay, I decided to start meditating Ooh. in an effort to quell my anxiety. Ooh. That's hard. Yeah. I used to be really good at meditating, and by good at meditating, I mean I could sit still for like 30 minutes and be okay, and recently my anxiety's been like hella terrible like awful i get that um so i decided to start meditating and i downloaded an app called insight timer um a good one which is awesome if you're looking for like and it has like a buffet of meditations hella like recommend it, it, there's so, like you can do like they have it set by category so if you wanted to do like a chakra meditation or if you wanted to meditate to tibetan singing bowls or if you wanted to meditate for to 20 minutes and have an australian chick whisper in your ear like it just <laughs> it's really great uh not sponsored obviously uh but they could sponsor us sponsor us um but yeah so i've been are you okay my tummy hurts so i'm moving <laughs> If you fart, please give me warning. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> It'll be the ASMR surprise of our life. <laughs> that wasn't a sound effect. It was just Laura farting into the microphone. Yep. Oh, man. Um, but no. So I, and I'm also obsessed with drinking. I'm just obsessed with taking care of myself, I guess. Yay. Self-care is important. So Self-care. I've been, so I've been eating vegan, and I've been meditating, and working out, and hydrating. I've only been doing it for two days I'm rocking rocking. it's that's another thing about being a mom you could like I remember holding Evangeline and swaying and then seeing a whole room of people just sway with me none of them were holding babies 
But you just get caught up in the sway. Or if I see a mom, like, bouncing her baby, I will just start bouncing. <laughs> I will just start doing that. Like, it's it's contagious. Swaying and rocking is contagious. So I'm just joining you to be a part of the fun. Thanks. It's not fun for you, though. No. Um, but, yeah, so my obsession is just taking, taking care of myself. <laughs> That's good. Oh, and making friends, too. Yay, friends. Why? I don't know. I We talked about not having friends. We and, did. And now I'm like, I should change that. So now I'm like hanging out with people Yay. sometimes, I guess. Personal growth. I, that, that's what I'm trying to do. At this point, I don't remember not rocking. So. <laughs> Laura, what's your obsession? <laughs> other than apparently rocking back and forth to ease my tummy aches. But other than that... <laughs> Someone's taking a shower. <laughs> nope, someone's taking a bath. That's the sound of bath water. What's oh, surprising? <laughs> At first I was like, oh no. <laughs> Laura's tummy ache is gone and I need a mop. <laughs> Woo, okay. What's so- your obsession? <laughs> Other than rocking back and forth and apparently bath water, um, <laughs> I've, of course, I've always been obsessed with K-pop, but this week in particular, I've been obsessed with videos and tweets and content related to BTS's Woo! stadium tour. Oh They've my been at God. the Rose Bowl, and I'm just floored at the fact that they could take the content that we saw in October and make it better. How dare they? I, I'm offended. I'm honestly very offended. I'm very offended. And they're meeting a bunch of celebrities and living their best lives, and I'm just so proud of them. <laughs> so yeah, I'm super proud of their personal growths and journeys, and I love them all. I would be their mom. That's my goal. Be their mom? I, I want to be like their mom friend, who just takes care of them and tucks them into bed. They're older. They're all my age or older than me. But I just want to be their mom. I'm very proud of you. Thanks. I, so, I, I hope I hope that you achieve that mountaintop moment. We can try. We're gonna try. Ooh, um, ooh, another obsession that kind of correlates with yours. I mentioned this. The Met Gala happened. The Met Gala happened, and it was Lady Gaga and ooh, Billy Porter can shut have it. it down. They did it. They shut it down. He arrived looking like a damn pharaoh, and I. And then she gave a full performance. I can't. She, she had, she she just stripped for 16 minutes. Yeah, and I loved every second of it. Like, every second it of it. It was all art. I loved it. But to talk about your obsession with my obsession, BTS, Met Gala, 2020, oh my someone God. make it happen. The year of perfect sight. Someone. <laughs> <laughs> my brand. <laughs> they need, like, I cannot think of a more beautifully iconic, like, just representation of very intriguing fashion and millennial pink sensibility than than those seven men. So I just want them there. They already have the brands. I just want I just want them to show up looking like the seven dwarves on cocaine. Like I just want I don't know. I don't know what I want, but I want them to do I it. I want all I want each one to have an outfit designed by a different designer. That would be amazing and I wouldn't be able to handle it. And nope. I want it to happen. I want it they all Tay would get Gucci because he a Gucci hoe. Same Tay. I'm such a Gucci hoe. 
Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. <laughs> Edit. I'm Edit. leaving. <laughs> I'm, I hope my train is here. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I have another obsession. Okay. Hold on. All right. We buffering. Buffering. We buffer. <laughs> we buffering. We're just... Buffering? Are you okay? No. <laughs> You're like one of those weird puppets. <laughs> I'm so concerned. <laughs> I am concernicus. <laughs> Hold on, there's something else. Oh, so you know how I have this kind of like doomsday pipe dream where if everything in my life kind of like goes to shit, then I would like either move to Korea and become a teacher or get a tiny home. Yeah. I've been looking at tiny homes. Oh. We have t- there's someone who builds tiny homes here in Evansville. Yeah. Blue Sky Tiny Homes. Yeah, I just saw that. They're beautiful. Their stuff is gorgeous and highly functional. And I now want a tiny home. I could see you living in a tiny home. But see, Noah can't live in a tiny home. Why? Because he's not tiny enough? Apparently. Like, he just, he doesn't think he could do it. He doesn't think he could have that not amount of space. But I loved living in a studio. I loved living tiny. Well, because everything that you need is, like, right there. Yeah. And it forces you to be practical and to not hoard things. Otherwise, you can't move. <laughs> and I love functional tiny spaces. You've hit this point, though, where you, like, you want to do, like, a capsule wardrobe and, like... Yeah, I really do. I really want to minimalize my life because I'm stressed all the time. I feel that. And I have anxiety. And my life has been too big and busy lately. And I'm just like, I'm tired all the time, and I have no energy to deal with anything that doesn't have to be in my life. Yeah. So I really want to downsize. That's growth, yo. That's that's the growth. Mm. But, yeah. I've looked at apartments in Korea. Not because I'm going to move to Korea. Like, that's probably not going to happen in my lifetime. Could, but probably won't. Um, And a lot of them have loft-style, tiny studio apartments because there's a housing crisis in Seoul. Mm-hmm. And... There's not enough living space, so people are doing tiny apartments, and it's really popular. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be cool. I mean, if you can't move to Seoul, let's just go there for uh, a visit and get tattoos and I, eat a lot of food. I want to go there. Yeah. I want to go there so bad. Let's go there. Let's go there. After looking at Kana's trip, oh my god, Kana from the beauty room went to Thailand. And, and it, she lived in her best and life. And if you don't follow her on social media, you need to, because her posts are everything. They're beautiful. And I just want to go, I just want to go somewhere. Well, Noah and I, I say Noah and I, mostly me, but Noah's kind of going along with it now. Going to Japan and Korea in 2022. Yes. After uh, Studio Ghibli Land opens up. Oh my God, yes, let's all go. Let's all go. Let's all go and never come home because I want to live there in Studio Ghibli Land forever. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun. I'll just be in the spirited away section. Yeah. Getting spirited away. I'm gesturing to nothing, but I want to go to there. <laughs> Okay, so my lovely friends, um, like we said, we are taking a hiatus for the rest of May, but please, I a know... A hiatus. You can leave. <laughs> you can, you can I'm, go. I'm a tuck and yeah, roll. Yeah, just fart that way. <laughs> just, just, um, but we are going to, since we are going to be taking a hiatus, we will still be present on all of our social media, probably more present than we usually are, because... We need to work on that anyway. Mm -hmm. So check us out on Instagram, on our Facebook page. Obviously, if you want to enter the contest, the giveaway, please check us out on Facebook. Check it out. Um, Also, check out our website where we are going to – I'm going to upload the blog content that I've been working on. Um, And we will be working on editing the little special secret project that we've been working on and stuff. So, I mean, we will be bringing you content. It just won't be on the podcast. 
Um, but you will have 30 episodes that you can listen to if you haven't listened to ah, Revisit ah. moments. Relive your favorite moments of us barking into a microphone incessantly. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, wow. Uh, we're going to miss you guys. We love you. Have a very happy May. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Ramen Hair Justin Timberlake Month. Live your, live your truth, kids. Happy graduation to those of you who are graduating. That's right. Happy finals and graduation to all of our, our teenager uh, listeners. We believe in you, and you can do this, and do we love things. you. I'm so tired. I'm so sorry. It's time for Laura to go to bed. So with that, I'm Amy. And I'm Laura. And we were together. Bye. 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 Go to bed, Laura. Okay. <laughs> Night-night. <laughs>